0: 64 on Monday the 2nd of November 2015. I'm still your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug. And welcome to the news! Oh, well, I don't know why I went the news even. We really not needing to not make that a thing on here. We have enough with the 300... Anyway. Uh, you're watching this. Uh, or you may be watching on the day, while I'm doing it even, because we often release these on a Sunday, when I'm doing the New York Marathon. Uh, I'm doing the New York Marathon without any training, so i probably either didn't finish or in a great deal of pain right now. Um, I haven't been able to run because I've been injured. Like bad hamstring, bad chest, all the rest of that. Um, but I will let you know in a couple of weeks how I got on. Um, yeah, not the cleverest thing I've ever done, but hey, um, yeah. What can you do? And thank you for the birthday wishes. I recorded this early in the week. I hope you gave me some birthday wishes. It was my birthday on Saturday. Um, I tend not to like birthdays, but I'm really looking forward to this one in New York and having something different and, uh, yeah, being somewhere else. It's going to be lots of fun. And I've got a really good reservation on the Saturday night at Ivan uh, Ramen, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, going on my own, but your wishes kept me kept me company while I was there so thank you I'm sure some of you will have seen on Facebook or on Twitter so yeah anyway Um, the Bolivians have landed they are making their way to an In My Mug near you soon Um, we have got new crop Bolivians which is always an exciting time of year we're going to see a lot of them on In My Mug um, so brace yourself we've also uh, got some new Brazils as well arrived we've got Inglaterra coming back soon so yes that's exciting Um, so next weekend the 8th and 9th of November um, the 8th ...is going to be the Premier World Coffee Throwing Championships... Uh, ...which is going to be held at Cup North in Manchester... Um, ...and the ninth is going to be a live Tampa Tantrum... ...if you go to cupnorth.co.uk uh, for more info about buying tickets... ...come say hi to me, come say hello... Um, ...and uh, you can sign up for the Throwing Championships... ...you don't have to be a coffee professional to do it... ...so take a look at that too... ...and that was the news... ...so we should do focus on... ...and this week we're going to do it on the El Salvadorian Leaf Rust Crisis... So I know we've touched on this before with uh, a focus on, but I think it's important to keep in our minds the problem that El Salvador has and how it really needs us. So the harvest in El Salvador um, cut its forecast by a better third um, back in last year because of leaf rust. So, you know, you imagine if you were selling, you've got your, your salary, like a third of it taken away um, and having to still do the same things. And I would also deal with the crisis. Um, a lot of the crisis revolves around having uh, Bourbon. Uh, they're very heavily reliant on that as a varietal and leaf rust particularly attacks Bourbon. Um, so the lack of diversity um, that's helped El Salvador in the past because that's what they're famous for is having great Bourbons. has been a real negative side this time and, and has really impacted quite heavily on producers. Um, El Salvador has 21,000 coffee growers. Uh, most of them are very, very small producers uh, and they lack the resources to fight this fungus. Um, the fungus attacks the leaves and makes the leaves fall off, and when there's no leaf, you can't have photosynthesis. Um, and between 65 and 70% of the country's coffee crop has been affected by this leaf rust. Um, El Salvador exported like 6,000 bags, I think it was, in the first two months of fo- uh, uh, like the 14-15 season that we're, we're kind of in. Um, and like that's then 89% on the same period for that time. Um, and I think it's more important than ever that we support El Salvador and we get behind El Salvador. Um, it is one of my favourite coffee-growing countries. It's definitely right up there, with, along with Bolivia. Um, El Salvador always comes a very close second to... to uh, and I love Bolivia, that's why. But El Salvador is really important, and I think we should definitely look after it. So that was Focus On. So this week's coffee comes from Finca uh, San Jose in El Salvador, not to be confused with the San Jose in Nicaragua we had a few weeks ago, and is owned by the Rodriguez family, and is now in the hands of fourth and fifth generation coffee producers. Uh, the farm started in 1815, which is that's really one of the first farms in El Salvador, um, and was planted by uh, Jose Maria Rodriguez um, and Josefina, uh, who are the great-grandparents of the current owner, Um, And they planted coffee trees on the land. Throughout the years, it's passed uh, hands uh, to... went to Jose's son, Israel, and then went to Jose Maria, um, who took care of the farm, until Gloria, who is the current owner, uh, Gloria Mercedes Rodriguez, uh, took over. When you meet Gloria, you understand she's an incredibly powerful, strong woman. Um, She has um, overcome massive gender barriers that happen in in the industry in El Salvador um, and has become very much uh, a figure uh, in El Salvadorian coffee. She's super well known. Um, Gloria not only has San Jose, but she also has uh, five other farms uh, that she manages uh, with the help and support of her daughter and her um, uh, son-in-law, Luis and Jose Marie. um, And... um, yeah they, they do an amazing job and collectively they have up to 38 acres of coffee which is a lot for El Salvador they tend to be very small farms um, San Jose this is the fourth year of us having it um, I knew of it before because it it's come up in Cup of Excellence I think it was 2007 and 2009 um, and uh, also did really well in the SCAA uh, coffee of the year competition that they have it's called something better than that but it, in my head, it's coffee of the year, um, and it just proves what a good job they're doing. They're consistently doing well in these um, these you know competitions. Uh, it stands out as a stellar coffee. Um, San Jose has seventeen full time workers um, that basically cut down, shade trees, prune, uh, make sure that everything is controlled weed wise, um, and uh, during the harvest, they have up to sixty uh, seasonal workers come in. Um, that do pick in and, and help with all of the clearing up and, and things after a busy harvest um, and because Gloria is super well known in the area and super well liked she is very lucky that she has uh, some of the best people in El Salvador that want to work for her um, you know, she, she believes in making people work hard but when they work hard, they get extra. So she pays uh, above 10% of the, uh, the minimum wage, which is virtually unheard of on farms. Um, and um, the seasonal workers receive a lot more because she wants the best pickers. And if you don't hit her target, she will let you go. But if you can pick the best cherries, the ripest, reddish cherries, then she's going to reward you for that. Uh, it means it's slower work, so they have to be rewarded an awful lot more. Um, She also has a great manager in uh, Antonio, uh, who I met a couple of times. And he has been uh, a farm manager for a super long time. Um, He really has uh, lots of experience um, and lots of knowledge um, that he's able to share, not only with uh, the the full-time workers, but also with the seasonal workers. You know, he's really kind of quite hands-on and kind of gets his hands dirty as well, which, again, is quite... Unique for a farm manager, you tend to see them managing and not necessarily doing, but he's a bit of a doer as well. Um, The altitude of the farm is 1,500 metres above sea level. um, And this is one of the Bourbon varietals that obviously had all of that leaf rust issue that we talked about in the focus on. Um, So another good reason to support this coffee. Um, So the farm is in Aponeca, in the Oshapan region. Um, It has Bourbon, uh, Tipica and elephante, which is a very unusual varietal that we also have on the site. Uh, 1500 meters above sea level. It produces around about 75 bags a year, of which we buy half off. We, we'd probably like to buy more, but Gloria has some buyers that she has to support in uh, the US as well. Um, so we're we're very happy for her to do that. Um, so we should go and do the map bit. So here we go. The normal wave offers the. We zoom up into the skies and uh, we're going up and we're going across the Atlantic Ocean Um, and as like lots of times we're going to Central America. So here we have the wonderful continent of Central America. Is it a continent? Is it just North and South America? I'm sure it is a continent. But anyway, we're going down to El Salvador, one of our favourite places to go. We love the El Salvador. Um, El Salvador is an amazing place to buy coffee from and amazing people who we work with there. And amazing facts, so El Salvador is probably the most popular and famous surfing destination on the Pacific coast. There's one part of surf there which is known as one of the, the second best surfing place uh, in the world and next stop from there is Bali. Uh, it is the next island you hit from one of the beaches enough about surfing we're talking about san jose so we can see here that you've got a beautiful view um you can see really clearly lots of buildings around there and th- this is the stem to the heart of the farm and just to the right of that you can actually see the house uh, which is also uh it's part of it's an old disused house the roof's actually been taken off it now uh, because um well just because they didn't want people moving in and living in it so the lowest point is the Pacific Ocean, where that wonderful surf happens. And the highest point is Ciro El Pital, which is 2,730 metres uh, above sea level, which is proper high. Um, great topography there. You can see that spine of mountains that's running through. And looking at that, it's to the left, uh, the, one of the, the mountain range to the left, which is the Arshapan, uh, Apaneca mountain range. And you can see Arshapan uh, just in the background there. Uh, sorry, Apaneca uh, just in the background there, the town of. And it is clearly visible from the farm. And that was the map bit. Map bit done. Um, I guess all we've got left to do is Roland's daft fact of the week. The Arsapan mountain region is the second highest mountain range in El Salvador. Wow, Roland's doing uh, facts, real facts. Well done, Roland, yes, second heist. I don't know what the heist is, I should find that out, not Anyway, I'm gonna wipe you on pause, I'm gonna go and get tasty delicious drinks, be back with you in just a second. We're back, straight to the espresso. Dale's done the espressos today, but unfortunately he didn't give me a spoon to stir my espresso with, there's no saucers. It's very very lax very lax but let's go dive into it so the first thing you smell is and this is a washed coffee but it smells very cherry-like which you normally find in a natural style of coffee there's a real cherry smell coming up and there it is the most cherry cola espresso I've had for years year on year it gives this very really kind of similar cherry coke effervescent it's alive It's beautiful, Mm. it is really, really good. Into the cappuccino, so it changes a little bit there. That cherry is still there, but it's a little bit more chocolatey, it's a little bit kind of more rounded and smoother. Um, Beautiful body coming through, absolutely beautiful body coming through, it is really, you taste the coffee. And that's what I love in a cappuccino. Like, I don't want a cup of milk that has got no coffee flavour to it. And there's a real strong coffee presence coming through that milk. Into the brood. And if that tasted a cherry cola, that tastes more of cherry cola. It is amazing. But what I really notice is different to the espresso is the mouthfeel. It's thick and it's gloopy and it's sweet. Um, It covers the mouth. Very powerful. Very, very delicious coffee. I know you're going to love this one. I very much like the feedback still. Thank you for those who have commented. Thank you for those who have emailed in and tweeted. Uh, I want you to continue to. If you don't, I'm going to stop doing these and then we'll all be sad. I've been doing this for six six years now. Um, You don't want me to stop that habit, do you? So please, comments, questions even. I'd love to have some questions on. Anything like that. Again, thank you for the birthday wishes. I'm sure you sent them, and if you haven't, you can send one now. Um, and um, yeah, I hope I survived the marathon because um, life's too short for bad coffee and not finishing the marathon.